Welcome, witches, to Witchcraft from A to Z, your go-to witchy podcast for finding the magic hidden among the mundane. My name is Elaine Evergreen, practicing witch for over 15 years now, and I'll be your host this week. This episode is all about iron and how you can incorporate this underrated metal into your magical practice. Iron is one of those ingredients that have long been in the witch's toolkit for its excellent repelling and protecting attributes. Think iron horseshoes above doorways, iron to protect from the fae and the many stories we hear growing up, and iron to protect the body from anemia. In some cultures, cold iron is believed to repel, contain, or harm ghosts, witches, as well as other harmful supernatural beings. Which is why many cemeteries are surrounded by iron fences, because it's thought to keep the spirits of the dead contained within, and to keep anything that could bother them out. In addition, iron is easy to find as there have been and still are many items made from or with iron, and some, such as iron nails or horseshoes, can be very inexpensive or even free if you know where to look. One of the great things about iron's long history is the many resources that are now available to gather inspiration and guidance on how to use it in your practice. So let's talk about some of the ways we can incorporate iron in our magical practices. As we mentioned above, iron has protective and fey-repelling associations. But other associations of iron includes binding, banishing, luck, astral travel, grounding, power, courage, and is associated with the element Earth, the god of war Mars, and the goddess Selene. Thinking about iron in a practical sense brings about a few more associations that can be easily incorporated into your practice. Cooking with cast iron cookware naturally adds iron into your food, improving your constitution. Iron nails and tools help strengthen builds, and iron horseshoes not only protect the hooves of the horse, but help them travel safely. These practical uses allow you to associate iron with health, strength, and safety in travel. With what we learned regarding the many attributes of iron that could be useful in spell work, some ways that you can easily use iron in your work to enhance your practice includes wearing iron jewelry or charms to protect yourself from harmful spirits, spells, fey, and anything else with the intention of causing harm, burying an iron knife or other iron objects outside your doors to keep out harmful beings, using iron nails in spells for cursing, hexing, and banishing, hanging an iron horseshoe above your door to protect your home and to invite luck in, adding iron to a spell bag to aid in courage, grounding, or luck, cooking with cast iron cookware to improve health, strength, and invoke protection of the ones eating, making witch balls with iron nails to ward off negative or harmful beings, using iron in poppet binding spells, casting spells using iron cauldrons or other containers to enhance the spell's ability, especially for spells with associations in common with iron, wearing a pendant with an iron key for safe travels, Placing an iron key under your pillow for safe travel during astral projection. 
using iron in spell work to aid in grounding, sprinkling iron dust around your property to repel evil and protect your home, and placing iron objects or dedicating them to deities associated with iron in honor of them. But as you all know, I am a lazy witch, so personally, my favorite ways to incorporate iron into my magical practice is by things either I do once and it's done, or that are naturally integrated into my daily activities. I love cooking with cast iron cookware for any sort of kitchen witchery, and they have an added bonus of looking cute when, you're, when they're hung up in your kitchen. I love wearing iron jewelry for protection, strength, courage, safe travel. Iron horseshoes hung above your door for protecting are another one of those dual-purpose decor items. And then, of course, I love using my tiny iron cauldron for burning herbs, making black salt, or holding incense sticks during my spell work to add a little extra oomph. As always, the ways you can imbue the associations of iron into your practice is limited to your own imagination. But that's it. I hope you learned a few things that you can add into your magical practice using iron as your mystical tool. If you'd like to support this podcast in creating more content, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Evergreen and get access to additional content or make a one-time donation to my Ko-Fi page at ko-fi.com slash Evergreen. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you ever have any questions about certain attributes of an item, you want some witchy advice, or you just want to share something about your magical practice, please submit a message to me on my Anchor page at anchor.fm slash witchcraftagez. I've shared the link in the description of this podcast, as well as any resources that I may have used during the research for this episode. Don't forget to rate and subscribe where you listen to podcasts and share with anyone you know who needs just a little more magic in their life. Until next time, witches.